Welcome to another episode. My name's Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Apple earnings that they just reported this afternoon. So let's get started. So Apple reported earnings today. It's up 1.5% after hours, about $5 sitting at $322.50. It's high as it's ever been. But is it all good for Apple? There were, I took a look already at the information. Most of it is good, but there's some things that investors should definitely keep an eye on. So let's see. The first thing I want to talk about is Apple. So earnings per share beat by 45 cents. It was $4.99 and it beat by 45 cents. Revenue was $91.82 billion and it beat by $3.4 billion. So that's actually, that's a big beat. Um, and year to year revenue is up almost nine percent next thing i want to talk about is apple did declare a dividend of 77 cents this quarter and it's in line with the previous one and this dividend will be paid on february 13th all right so before we take a look at their shareholder letter i just want to take a look at the guidance they gave us for the second quarter of 2020 the first thing is they say revenue will be between 63 and 67 billion dollars Let's just take a look at what revenue was last second quarter. And last second quarter was at $58 billion. So there is a nice growth for next quarter, year over year. And then they mentioned gross margins to be between 38 to 39%. And same quarter last year was actually 37.6. So 37.6. And they estimate somewhere between 38 to 39%. So we can see a both a growth in future um, revenue compared to the same time last year and a future gross margins even if it's a little bit but compared to the same time last year all right so let's get to the fun part and let's take a look at these companies um, statements so this is just an audited version of their 10q report we'll see a better one later on when they submit it to the sec but total net sales this 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 quarter ended at 91.8 billion dollars same time last year was $84.3 billion. So we see a nice growth there. Like I mentioned, about 9% growth. And we can see this, this total net sales is divided into two, two main revenues. So Apple has two main revenues, products and services. So products is everything from their app, Apple, uh, their iPhones, the iPad, the AirPods. And so anything like that is in products. And we can see that made up $79 billion. Um, where same time last year was $73 billion. So we can see they definitely had a strong holiday season. Services, this includes like their Apple Music, their Apple, App, Apple Plus, and any other services that they have. So services this year made up $12.7 billion, where same time last year was $10.8 billion. So that's almost, almost a 20% increase in service revenue. So we can see they are increasing. But one thing to know is products make up over... 75% of this total revenue. The next thing I want to take a look at is a company like this. Research and development is super important, right? This is a tech company that if they fall behind, another company is ready to take their place, right? Even though app, everybody has an Apple nowadays, right? The moment there's a product that's a ton, uh, uh, that's way light years better than the current products, people will shift. So they have to make sure that there's, they're staying up on their game and research and development, we can see the same time last year was $3.9 billion. This year was $4.4 billion. So they are increasing the amount of money they're using on research and development. Next, the, only, the next important thing I want to take a look at is their net income. 
So net income at the same time last year was about $20 billion. Right now it's sitting at $22.2 billion. Earnings per share. Let's take a look at diluted. Diluted is always the best. Diluted same time last year was $4.18. Um, earnings per share diluted this quarter are $4.99. So that's actually a big jump in a big jump in earnings per share. And that's pretty impressive that this company makes this much money on, on just one quarter. Uh, next, we'll take a look at their outstanding shares. And we can see they are buying back heavy. Same time last year, they had about 4 million shares, 4.7 million shares outstanding. Right now, they're sitting at 4.4 million shares. So, same, so in a year, they bought about 300 million shares back. And this is definitely not a cheap stock. So they definitely put a lot of money into that. Next, let's take a look at their net sales and how they're broken down by regions. The most dominant region is, the Ameri is America, sitting at $41.3 billion out of that 91. So almost, almost, almost 50% of total revenues come from Americas. Um, same time last year was 36.9%. Um, so for right now, about a $5 billion jump in Americas. Next, the next biggest one is Europe. Europe is sitting at $23 billion this quarter compared to the same time last year being $20 billion. So a $3 billion increase. So we're seeing heavy increase in Americas, heavy increase in Europe. It's pretty flatline in Greater China. Greater China last year was $13.16 billion. And this year was $13.5. So about $400 million. It's still an increase, but it's not as an increase as we saw in Americas and Europe. So we can see it's it's pretty flatlined to the other to the others. The only one we're seeing a decrease is in Japan. Japan last year had six point nine billion dollars in sale. This year had six point two billion dollars in sale. And the rest of Asia Pacific is going up. Last year was six point nine billion dollars. This year was seven point three billion dollars. So we're seeing an increase in revenue in America is pretty strong, in Europe pretty strong. In Greater China, we see a, a kind of a flatline increase. In Japan, we're seeing a decrease. And in the rest of the Asia, we're seeing an increase as well. Next, let's take a look at net sales by category. And this is one thing that to me scares me a lot about Apple. Um, and we can see one of their product, the iPhone, makes up over 50% of the total revenue, right? So iPhone made up 55 point, almost $56 billion of the total 91 billion. So the rest, the other 35, yep, the other $35 billion was made up by the, the Apple Mac, the iPad, wearables, home and accessories and services. So it's just pretty, pretty like I said, right? This company definitely has to focus pretty heavily on, uh, on research and development especially because the iPhone makes up such a huge portion of this company's revenue, that iPhone needs to be the top dog out there to make sure it continues to sell like this. Um, so iPhone was almost $56 billion. The iMac, and that was a big increase to compare the same time last year. Last year was $52 billion in iPhone. So this was about a $4 billion increase in iPhone sales. The iMac, the Mac is actually lower this year, this quarter compared to the same time last quarter last year. So last year in 2018 quarter quarter one, it was 7.4 billion dollars of iMac sale. This year it decreased to 7.1 billion dollars. So they are selling less iMacs. They're also selling less iPads. 
iPads last year were $6.7 billion. iPads this year are selling $5.97 billion, almost $6 billion, so a $700 million decrease in iPads. Wearables and home and accessories are up big. Um, last year, they were at $7.3 billion. Right now, they're at $10 billion. And this is this was probably expected with all the AirPods going out, all the iPhone watches you see. That's actually pretty impressive that wearables is making that huge of a jump. Next, we have services. Services is up as well. Services this right now is sitting at $12.7 billion compared to the same time last year of $10.8 billion. But like I mentioned, right, iPhone is such a, a big movement of this company's revenue. Um, but I'm happy to see wearables, home and accessories increasing, and as well services. Eventually, hopefully, they start becoming a more divided um, revenue segment. But to me, it is pretty scary, right? That's one thing you have to keep in mind now, that if these iPhones start to slow down or if the development of the iPhone starts to slow down, it can cause some major effects on the company's revenue. So let's take a look at how revenue did compare to what was expected. So here I'm on SeekingAlpha.com and iPhones was supposed to, the estimated was about $51.3 billion. We saw the iPhone did a lot closer to $56 billion. So the iPhone did jump a lot and it beat. Um, the iPad, like I mentioned, is down compared to the same time last year. And the estimated for this year was $6.7 billion, but they only made $6 billion. So they didn't make their 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 revenue on the iPad, which was what was estimated. Mac um, was about even on Mac. It, it, it missed by $0.02 billion, so by $20 billion, which is not that much. So Mac um, did okay. Wearables and home and accessories beat by $0.1 billion. They got $10 billion, and it was expected to be $9.89 billion. And services missed as well. Services was supposed to be somewhere around $13 billion, and it only got to $12.72. So let, let's take a quick breakdown of their revenue. iPhones beat what was expected, which is pretty good. The iPad missed what was expected. The iMac was pretty much met expectations. Wearables, home, and accessories beat what was expected, and services missed on what was expected. So like I said, it's definitely good news on the iPhones, but it's a little choppy here and there with the other segments of the revenue. So let's take a look back at the company's um, balance sheet. So next, the balance sheet, right? This is my favorite sheet to take a look at. It, I feel like you can really tell how the company's doing, but this is a monster company. Um, cash and cash equivalent last year was $48.9 billion. Cash and cash equivalents this year is $39.7 billion. So a decrease in cash by about $9 billion, but we can see this company is actually using its cash and cash equivalents to work. Market securities increased by about $16 billion. So marketable securities last year was $51.7 billion. This year was $67.3 billion. So an increase of about $16 billion in marketable securities. So we can see there was a decrease in cash and cash equivalents which is okay because it seems like they're putting that money to work. They put it in some marketable securities, which usually have better returns than, than just having it as, as cash and cash equivalents. Next, we'll take a look at inventory. I just want to take a look at how inventory is doing this quarter compared to the same time last year. And they're pretty much flatline here, so that, that makes sense. One, it means this company is, is pretty efficient at making sure it has 
the a constant steady inventory all the time total current assets are pretty flat line um same time last year was at 162.8 billion dollars right now sitting at 163.2 billion dollars so we can see total current assets are pretty pretty similar next we'll take a look at non-current assets so these are assets that are old that that are not as liquidable as current assets so marketable securities same time last year was 105 billion dollars right now sitting at 99.9 billion dollars a small decrease but not not that big total assets at the end of the day um, last year was 338.5 billion dollars this year sitting at about 340 billion dollars so an increase of about two billion dollars not a big increase um but again it's still an increase next let's take a look at the company's liability company the accounts payable remain the same so that's uh, that's pretty good that they're they have a, a system going on where they they know how much they owe their their suppliers and they're not over providing and or overselling other current liabilities right now again pretty similar this company has about 36.2 billion dollars compared at the same time last year being at 37.7 billion dollars so a decrease of about 1 billion dollars in current liabilities the only other big change i want to say is actually nothing total current liabilities did decrease by about 3 billion compared at the same time last year but these usually fluctuate up and down right because it just depends when a loan or a payment is due so this can fluctuate a lot depending with if they miss the payment if they if they postpone a payment to their suppliers it can increase the amount of accounts payable if they paid a little early on the on their supplier to get some form of discount sometimes that also drops down the accounts payable so that can move around the total current liabilities next we'll take a look at term debt this company has a nice amount of debt sitting at 93 billion 93 almost 93.1 billion dollars this quarter compared last quarter sitting at 91.8 so an increase of about 1.2 billion dollars in long-term debt but again that doesn't seem like a huge number total liabilities at the end of the day are sitting at 251 billion dollars compared to the same time last year being at 248 billion dollars and we can see if we take a look at our shareholder equity which is the difference between total assets and total liabilities it's right now sitting at about 89 billion dollars so you have 89 billion dollars worth more of assets than total liabilities so that's always a good thing the final statement that they have is the uh, cash flow so from here the cash flow the only one i really care about is cash generated by operating activities this is the cash they have from their everyday everyday business same time last year was 26.7 billion dollars right now it's sitting at 30.6 30.5 billion dollars so about a four billion dollar increase again that's definitely good for this company this company has plenty and plenty of cash and the final one i want to take a look at is their repurchase program right now this company bought about 20 billion dollars worth of stock this just this quarter alone 20 billion dollars of stock let me repeat that 20 billion dollars of stock is what they bought back this this quarter that's worth more than most companies this company bought a company's worth this company bought like 10 small cap companies in just one quarter that is ridiculous compared to the same time last year was sitting at 8.8 .8 billion dollars so they can see even now with the prices being so much higher in the company stock price this company 
has bought back pretty heavy uh, on the price so yeah the company did pretty well the only thing like i mentioned that i'm i'm i would be worried about as as an investor is that iphone still make up over 55 percent of this company's total revenue and it's just that thing like if one company comes with a way better iphone it can totally destroy destroy the the company not destroy the company but it can definitely hinder the revenue so that's just one thing that at least we see that this company is definitely using its research and development to make sure that it's up to date with everything um so like this is this was just a quick info session of their earnings report later on after this whole earnings week is done i'll do a more in-depth review analysis on on apple way more where i take a look on everything on their 10q report if they bought any companies what are they doing here what are they doing here but right now i just want to get the overall picture take it down and see what companies i want to take a look a look out after this earnings season is over so take care guys i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and next i'm actually doing amd so make sure to watch that episode next i'll probably post this first and then go work on my amd video so take care guys and see you